Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I am Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zook. And I'm Aaron McMahon. The college basketball postseason is here. We'll be discussing the Big Ten tournament draws for both the Michigan men's and women's teams and looking ahead to the NCAA tournament as well. Right here on Wolverine Confidential. All right, guys. Good to talk to you again. It's been a while since three of us got together. You've done some football pods, you know, just the two of you. I did a crossover episode. All right. It was crazy. Yeah, you went to the dark side, man. Come on. <laughs> it was wild. Uh, yeah. Here, here we go. All back together again, you know, because March madness is, is upon us. It's winter go home time. Big 10 tournament starting this week, uh, both the men and women uh, in Indianapolis, different arenas. And yeah, we'll kind of be discussing their, their draws and, and kind of what's been happening the last, you know, week or so, uh, we can start with the men, you know, start 18 and one. And now suddenly they've, they've lost two, two out of their last three heading into the postseason. you know, crushed by Illinois at home and, uh, you know, regroup and dominate Michigan state senior night and clinch the big 10 regular season title, then go to East Lansing and then Michigan state kind of returns the favor. It wasn't as dominant a win. Michigan was right there in the final minute somehow, you know, but that ends up losing by six, so yeah, again, just kind of—I don't want to say they stumble into the postseason, but you know, just I had only lost once in the first 19 games, and now they've lost twice here uh, in the last in the last three. Yeah, you know, these, these were big games. You guys were watching. Like, what, what were your thoughts? I I had a couple takeaways. Eli Brooks really matters for this offense. It just seemed like they like they they, and they, they didn't have him against Minnesota, correct? When they lost, that is correct. And in the, in the lone loss of of those first nineteen, yes, he yeah. Was. So like, it, it seems like they just don't they don't have the same type of the, the ball movement isn't there. The the offensive leadership, I guess, isn't there. I don't want to put the entire loss on, on him, obviously, because I think there were other issues yesterday. But you know, they, they didn't seem to have the the energy that they had the other day against Michigan State, the first game. So I think between the, the, those two combination of things. I think that was the reason they lost on on, on Sunday. And and you, I don't know the update on, on Brooks. I'm sure you can bring that up, but. Not having him, or if they don't have him for the Big Ten tournament, I think uh, creates some issues or you know potential flaws for Michigan going into the tournament. Yeah, for, uh, for me, I don't think it was that surprising. Michigan had a little bit of a, a letdown uh, on Sunday. I mean, you're play, facing a team that's battling for their NCAA tournament lives. They just got basically embarrassed against a rival the previous game, and Michigan's a team coming off they clinched their Big Ten title. They're in pre- pretty good position for a number one overall seed. I mean, it's just it's the the hunger factor too for for Michigan State, and to see that performance from them wasn't that surprising. No, I, we'll see, I, I, Michigan State isn't very good offensively. I've watched them a bunch this year. I watched them 
laying egg against Indiana a few weeks ago. They beat Indiana, but it was an ugly game. I don't think Michigan State's very good. You know, and I think if Michigan and, and they're an elite team, don't get me wrong. And I think they got still gotta have a shot to contend for national championship. But if you're that elite, I think you gotta beat Michigan State twice in the season and they, they weren't able to do it. I don't think Michigan's their offense is awful. It's atrocious. I, it's not very good. We saw that the other day against against Michigan in the first game. And I, I think that was a game they needed to win Sunday and they just they didn't do it. Well, wasn't this a, a Michigan State team that just beat the two other top five teams too, or top ten teams too? Yes, yeah, but I, I, <laughs> I still don't think. But they're they're capable of, of laying eggs too, and I just I, I've watched them a bunch. They're not good offensively. They, they stay in the game. Sunday's game was played to Michigan State's speed. That's uh, to me. That's kind of how they like to play, yeah. and that's one of the reasons I think Michigan stumbled there. Yeah, the way Michigan was playing, I mean, you would have thought that it was going to be a. Uh, you know that they would have been down a lot more than they were. I mean, they were still in it at half and right there in the in the final minutes, um, which I think speaks to uh, again what Aaron was saying about Michigan State. But I think I think you're both correct. But the bottom line is that you know Michigan did lose Juwan, and you know the players aren't going to say what what Ryan said, which is that you know they had already clinched the Big Ten, they had the number one seed, and you know Michigan State had a lot more to play for. All right, so that's that's the Michigan Michigan State stuff. I do I do want to hit on just Michigan Illinois real quick, just because of kind of this uh, you know contrived controversy we got here, uh, or maybe contrived isn't the right word, but Illinois sort of created it out of thin air by declaring themselves uh, Big Ten champions, uh, co Big Ten champions. They're they're using different language. They need to they need to get their get their story straight here. What they're doing, I don't know. I don't want. I, don't want, I wrote about this and I was like, oh, geez, is this too like you know tongue in cheek? Am I like sound like I'm just like defending Michigan against this like attack? But at the same time, I just find it kind of amusing and just kind of weird on on Brad Underwood's part, the, the head coach of Illinois, why he would want to do this, knowing that there's a possibility that they could play again as the top two seeds in the in the Big Ten tournament. But uh, yeah, basically, you know, Michigan, Michigan did win the Big Ten regular season as the Big Ten defines it had the best winning percentage, but Illinois having the most wins uh, and they, they played their full 20 game schedule, you know, also kind of claiming a, at least a piece of this, this title, certainly with their head to head win over Michigan being a bullet point in that, in that case. But I don't know. I mean, if, if that's the only thing like Minnesota and Michigan state have a claim to this title, cause they beat Michigan too. So I, I just find it kind of fun. That, that's the thing, like the unbalanced schedules and the, the COVID season kind of has opened the door for this type of argument or whatever. I mean, and this is, we've, we've heard this before in college football and with the, with the playoff and everything else. But like if I'm Juwan Howard, anytime I'm, if I'm asked about that, you know, I would just say, well, ask the Big Ten because you're questioning the integrity of the Big Ten's decision to name a champion. And Michigan, like right. you said, as defined by the league, they're the champs. There's no question about it. They're, they're given the ban or everything else. So like it's over. Now, I'm assuming Brad Edwards is doing this out of some type of they're trying to poke the bear, or maybe it's intentional. I don't know, but you're right. If they end up meeting again the Big Ten championship, I, I have to assume that Michigan's going to use this as bulletin board material. Whether it matters or not, I don't know. But you know, they they did lose the head to head, so it's I don't know. It's I think it's going to create an interesting lead up potentially if those two meet again in the uh, in the tournament. Uh, th- three four years from now, I think everyone will remember. Michigan is the Big Ten champion, and, and this whole point will be moot. But I mean, remember UCF trying to claim that they were national champions for their undefeated season? Now, I don't think anyone even really cares about that anymore. I think, well, knows. you're talking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
you remember it. But uh, yeah, yes, I, I mean, it, it's interesting. I mean, I think what people will certainly remember more is what happens these next few weeks, which is, you know, in the postseason and the NCAA tournament, that's where kind of, you know, seasons are cemented, legacies formed, all that. Like that, that's what it's about. But this is a piece. This is an accomplishment to be celebrated. And Jawan Howard absolutely said that when asked about it after the game. Like, you know, no, I'm not going to let anyone take this from them or ruin it for them. So, yeah, it's just it's just kind of interesting. So, yeah, like I said, Michigan and, um, you know, Illinois could meet in the uh, Big Ten Tournament Championship. Michigan is the one seed. They will open play Friday at 1130 a.m. on Big Ten Network. It is at Lucas Oil Stadium, big one, uh, the big football arena in in Indianapolis. Yeah, I didn't even realize the games are going to be on Lucas Oil until they announced the ticket sales are going to be like. Yeah, I'm thinking, okay, they're going to have eight thousand inside uh, Bankers Life Fieldhouse for the Pacers play. I'm like, okay, and then I realize it's in Lucas Oil. I'm like, oh, that's going to look really like cavernous, you know? Yeah, the women are at Bankers Life, yeah, which we'll you know we'll get to, and and that is one of the sites for the NCAA tournament. They both are, but yeah, you know, Michigan will play the winner of the eight nine game between Maryland and Michigan State. So we could have Michigan Michigan State part three, and then you know Purdue is is the four seed there at the top of the bracket, you know, and like I mentioned, Illinois the two and and Iowa the three down there. So we'll see how it all shakes out. Uh, touched on Eli Brooks earlier, you know, by the time people hear this podcast, you know, Jawan Howard will have met with the media uh, again here on Monday morning. We'll, we'll ask for an update. Um, I can't promise that, you know, we'll, we'll get one, anything concrete, but we'll see, you know, if it's, if it's not serious, then it's usually we'll be told it's a, and we'll see how it goes. If, you know, they know he's going to be out for an extended time, I would expect that so we'll see i mean all we know is he you know we landed awkwardly you know they called it just an, an ankle injury it's the opposite foot from the one that kept him out of that minnesota game he was in a boot you know walking very gingerly but that's really all we know so we'll we'll find out more um and you know certainly we'll be in when uh, update on mlive.com slash wolverine once we get that but yeah I, what you guys said he's, he's a huge piece shondy brown is an awesome luxury to have as your sixth man. And he can be plugged in there to the starting lineup and absolutely, you know, hold his own. But then, you know, then you lose, you lose Shondi Brown off the bench. So that's kind of the domino effect. And yes, all the things that Eli Brooks brings on both ends of the floor, many things that don't show up in the box score. So we'll see, we'll see how that ends up going. But I like, if he's back, I certainly like, you know, Michigan's chances to, to regroup and, and play like the team, you know, that they have shown for most of the season. You know, what are they playing for in Indianapolis now? I think after losing a couple of these games, they're playing to to recapture that groove a little bit. Um, in addition to obvious, the obvious, which is just a Big Ten tournament title, because it seems like a one seed maybe is locked up. Or I was going to gonna ask you guys, if, if they don't get to, say, the Big Ten title game, see if they get bounced in the quarters or the semis, do you think they're still number one seed in tournament? Yeah, I mean, just looking at where other teams, you know, the other teams that are like in the mix, I mean, it's other Big Ten teams, um, you know, that Michigan has beaten. But, you know, if they're the teams that make the run, Iowa, Ohio State, like I'm seeing them on the two line. So like, would, but would it be enough to jump Michigan? I mean, you know, they have those Big Ten standings and, and, and those two teams, you know, fell several below Michigan. Alabama, I see is like a you know, the, the, the top team in the SEC is, is another one that's like right there on the two line. You know, just the SEC is not particularly strong this year. So will they get enough, you know, enough quality wins in their conference tournament to kind of jump them? I, I, I don't know. So yeah, maybe it's not, not locked up, but yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it all shakes out. But on the women's side, Ryan, you can talk about that, but yeah, the, their conference tournament, like I said, is also in Indianapolis at, at Banker's Life Fieldhouse. They are the four seed 
But uh, yeah, they don't know who their opponent will be either, but they really they don't even know who their opponent's <laughs> opponent will be. They, they've got a few games to kind of figure out where, where they're going to, who they're going to be matched up with. But, you know, you can talk a little more about that. Yeah. The bottom line for them is they picked up a much needed win to, to end the regular season. I mean, they've been, they've been struggling here since the, since the two week pause and picked up a, a big win over, over Northwestern on, on Sunday, 63 to 58. Uh, held on. I mean, Northwestern made a, a late push, but they were able to make some free throws at the at the end to to seal it. And offense still still is struggling. I mean, but they were a little bit better from three point range, or seven of twenty one. Um, st- the shooting is still a little bit off, and their offense just isn't like it was earlier in the year. Um, but it was was much better. I mean, the previous two games against Iowa and, and Maryland, they gave up more than eighty points and, and lost by by twenty more than twenty points each. So. For them to, to head into the Big Ten tournament with a little bit of confidence is huge. And, and the win over Northwestern also gave them that number four seed. If they had lost, the Wildcats would be the number four, and Michigan would have to play start their, their tournament run on Wednesday. This gives them a little bit extra rest. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see if they can make a little bit of a noise here. It's it's not looking like they will get a, a top four seed anymore. I know the latest projection from ESPN's Charlie Cream has them as a number five. They'll Going three or four, four and three in the last seven games didn't, didn't help their their resume at all. But I mean, this they still have a chance to to make a run here and 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 maybe win one or two or two games in the turn in the NCAA tournament for the first time in their in the program's history. But yeah, got to get the offense going, got to get the their shooting going because you can't rely on Nas Hillman in the paint every possession. You got to get some, knock down some out, outside shots, and right now that that hasn't been happening for them on a consistent basis. What you mentioned, I want to expand on. You said that, you know, they could try to win two games in the NCAA tournament for the first time ever. And right. I, I, I absolutely agree that that should be, that really should be the goal for this team at this point. They've been to the tournament um, eight times and they've always, the, their best seed is a seven. I mean, it's a lot of seven and eight seeds, a couple tens and 11. Um, so basically by, you know, their seed, they've done They've just done what they've expected, been expected to do, you know, win a game, maybe Uh, they've done that, you know, each of the last, you know, two NCAA tournaments in 2018 and 2019, Um, they were a seven and eight seed. They won a game and then they lost to two seed Baylor, one seed Louisville, which, you know, no, no shame in that. But this year, you know, if you're going to be like, like you said, Ryan, a a four or five, then suddenly you're in a, you know, you're in a kind of a a coin flip in that second game um, to actually try to get to the second weekend. That would be a a big step for this program to to reach a sweet 16. You know, I, I think, Maybe these last couple of weeks have kind of shown, you know, again, certainly playing Maryland, like that they're not there at that elite level yet. You know, those those top teams trying to make a Final Four, but they're climbing and they're they're getting closer. And yes, that would be a, another another step towards getting there. Yeah, Maryland is a really good team. I, right. I was very impressed with with them the other day. I mean, it's they they're four or five players deep. They can all score, and it was it was a yeah. I mean, it, that's that's a tough team to beat, and. Um, but yeah, I completely agree with, with what you said, just trying to get to the second round or right. third round. Yeah. And then, you know, like you said, okay, so Thursday it will be the first game on, on Thursday in the women's tournament quarterfinal is at 11 AM. Uh, they then play, you know, after that game, you know, a half hour after that one ends or whatever. So it could be Northwestern again. Know, it's one thirty maybe. Yeah. And it could be, it could be Northwestern again, either Northwestern or the 12, 12 seed Illinois or 13 seed Wisconsin. So, Okay. Yep, that starts. Uh, everything's a day earlier, so that will start Tuesday with that with that game. Now, what's going on in the on the women's side? They there's a team that's not not playing in the tournament. 
I'm seeing, I'm not seeing uh, 14 seeds on their bracket. I'm only seeing 13. Oh yeah. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's a little reconfigure. There's only 13 teams. So yeah, it's that Wisconsin, Illinois and that 12, 13 game. will decide who play on Tuesday. Um, we'll decide who then plays Northwestern. Uh, and then that matchup will decide who, who goes ahead to Michigan. We've obviously got a, I would, I would say a COVID um, situation that has eliminated one team from, from the bracket, but yeah, so be it. Okay. Yes. And now we are, we are realizing apologies that yes, Ohio state, uh, uh, self-imposed ban earlier this season uh, on, on the postseason, So that's why they're, they're not in, you know, part of the tournament field, but here we are, you know, the postseason is upon us for the men and the women, you know, with the big 10 tournament this week in Indianapolis. And then next week, NCAA tournament play starts also in the state of Indiana for the men uh, in San Antonio for the women, um, the entire thing. So yeah, stay tuned for, for more coverage on, on M live. Zook, you got a little, a little hockey day update for us uh, before we end. Yeah, the hockey team is also beginning the the Big Ten tournament on Sunday at 8.30 p.m., so right around selection show time for for the men's basketball bracket, but uh, they closed the regular season with a split over over Minnesota, uh, winning Friday and and losing Saturday. But ranked number seven in in the country, they're pretty much a lock for the NCAA tournament regardless of what happens in the the Big Ten tournament, but they could definitely – improve their, their seating a little bit here, winning a, a couple games in the Big Ten. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a unique format this year with single elimination for the quarter, semis, and finals. So only three games possible. And uh, yeah, Michigan could definitely help their stock get a little momentum here going into the NCAA tournament if uh, they can make a little bit of a run. Obviously, there's going to be a, a three Big Ten teams in the NCAA tournament, regardless with Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Michigan. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's postseason time baby yeah gonna be a busy time for for us all so yeah stay tuned to mlive.com slash wolverines thank you for reading thank you for listening